Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right. This is take two, John. Take two. And I almost messed up this take two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can hear the music start. <laughs> I'm sure it probably sounds really again? weird on the oh, podcast. Man, so whatever. I don't think we're going to have to do it again. Yeah, I mean, I have the, the big. I, I think we're okay. I think, okay. I think it'll work out. All right. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. We're releasing this episode a day early. Yeah, we just discussed literally in take one. We, did, we didn't know when we were releasing it, but we've decided yes. that, uh, you know, we, we're doing it on Thanksgiving. Yep. So, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It's again, our gift to you. Again, if you haven't thought out your turkey already, it's over. Just call it's, it on this, this year. It's too late. Do not put that frozen turkey in your deep fryer. <laughs> and tell everyone just... You might as well leave because there's no turkey today. Exactly. Because <laughs> the holiday is not about anything Listen, else. Listen, I've canceled Thanksgiving. <laughs> might as well get on with some Black Friday shopping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's... Eh, though most of the places do open at like 7 p.m. On, oh, it's on the backswing. On, we're on, on, we're on the back side of that. Thursday. Like, that was like the big fad starting a few years ago. And then I think last year was like... We were... I think it was at its peak. You know, we're like... Mm. There was enough people that were were new trying it that were like, "Is this okay?" But then there was like other companies that were already like, "We're not doing this again." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now this year, like, n- like the people, the number of pe- stores that are actually doing that are like far, far less. That's good. That's good because I always like we would never go out on the actual day, but it would hit like midnight, and we're like, "We yeah. can be out there." Although but, like, this- I just didn't want to support the idea that like, hey. This is yeah. seven p.m. Like we're still already like we're still hanging out at that I mean, point. This is the thing. This year, I feel like it might happen just because we're eating earlier this year mm. than than the past few years, and I'm really tired most of the time. <laughs> by the time <laughs> by the we time start going we out, go out, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I want to do that again. Well, we've wrapped up most of the board games at that point a yeah. lot of times, you know. Yeah. So I feel you like bringing your board games over. I'm gonna bring some. Like, what what should I bring, Chris? You should, like, bring, you should bring Power uh, Power, power grid. grid. Yeah, mm. I haven't played that in a while. Mm, that's a fun one. Power Grid, uh, definitely Carcassonne is a classic. Yes. Um, and what else do you have? I have them all in there. They're actually in the closet. You could go look at them in the closet in do there. Do you have the the correct game of Risk? Yes, you do. You should bring that over. I have a, a few different versions the of book, Risk. The book version of the Risk. The book version That's of Risk. That's the best version of Risk. I think I have that I one. To, I don't know if I've unpacked it. I need to buy that. I bought. I got that for Christmas one year. And uh, I remember it came, and it was just the the oh, box was smashed. Yeah, that's right. And I just never got it replaced. Mm. I sent it back, but I never mm. replaced it. That's always a bummer. Like whenever you get something shipped to you, and you're like looking forward to it a bunch. Yeah. And then it comes and it's ruined. Right. Um, we're way off track already. <laughs> I know, right? We were uh, we were like we're gonna stay on point. This is gonna it's <laughs> gonna be happening. Yeah, we're, we're gonna try to get this episode under an hour to respect your time, and because I need to go buy some things for the turkey. Yeah. And uh, get that working tonight. I mean, it's the holiday. Who wants? To, I mean, if, if you're driving, I suppose. I want to tell you something really gross, John. Oh no! Is this the is this the warning for anyone who gets super easily grossed no. out? No, I mean I don't know. So uh, you know, like <laughs> la- you you soak a turkey in, um, you get like a cooler and you put some brine in there, and right? You, like, right. Put a bunch of brown sugar and whatever else you want to like. None of these things are gross. So, yet. No, no, it's not gross yet. Um, so, uh, last year was the first year I did that, bought a cooler, put all the stuff in, put the turkey mm-hmm. in, like soaked it, um, tasted great, um, it after did. you deep fry it. I then put the cooler out in the garage with the brine and everything still in it that the turkey mm. was in, mm. and it's literally been sitting there for a year. Chris! Unopened. No! Did you just burn it? 
No, I, I don't know what to do with it, John. No, dude, you I, ju- no, I'm buying a new. I'm buying a new cooler, that- dude. It's over with that cooler. But I mean, no, I don't. How do I get rid of what's in it? Don't eat. If I, if I throw it in the tr- unless I just like just duct tape it closed Aww. and then just throw it straight in the trash to where it's not my problem anymore. Mm. I, I like and then there's this part of me that's super curious what is in there at this point because it's salt water. You know, so like bacteria and stuff doesn't grow. Well, so Chris, but it's salt Does water. It? No, well, <laughs> I don't know. We can test the limits of this because, like, okay, so you're right. You're but right. But a turkey was in it a year ago, raw turkey. So also, oh man, I mean, it like could it's be some been kind fairly of airtight. Like it's like it's been airtight. It's been not. It stayed in there. So I want to say it might be in roughly but, the same state. But think course, about it's been sitting out there all through the summer. You know, like I'm sure that garage has gotten up to like 100 degrees this past summer at one point. Dude, I would open it. I mean, I, w- I want to. I just don't know. Like, how do I, I even would. how do I prepare myself to open it? Do I need to get a gas mask? Don't do it on a full stomach. No, definitely not. And don't inhale directly. But where do I pour this junk that's in there? So I don't know. That's a good question. I might. You know how you do with like grease or whatever. Like you know how you just like kind of can up like and just throw it away. Yeah, just I know. throw it away. Right. right. I, that's what you probably should do with this. So you're saying I just open it up, look at it, see what's in there, and then throw it away. Well, I mean, if that's what you're going to do with the cooler as well. Like, I mean, it just depends on what you want to do It depends on, the, like, cooler. if the cooler could be salvaged. I don't think the cooler probably can be salvaged. I don't think point. so either. Because, like, plastic is a porous material. It'll soak up whatever's in there. Like, whatever smells and, like, stuff, you'll never get whatever's in there out. Like, I remember remember when we were kids and we would have, like, the, the plastic, like, Kool-Aid cups. Yeah. Like, after a while, they just, like... They look like Kool-Aid. They look like Kool-Aid. And then, yeah. like, if you put anything besides Kool-Aid in there... It's like you're like, ah, am I drinking Kool Aid right now? Yeah, you know, it's and cool, so like they're Kool-Aid-y not good milk. for anything besides Kool Aid. This, it could potentially turn into like your brine bucket. I don't <laughs> my brine bucket. I just <laughs> put all my brine in there. <laughs> well, you know how like pizza ovens, like even like over time, yeah, I agree. Like, yes, they'll get the flavor yeah, I, of the I'm pizza. Not disputing, I'm not disputing any of this. I, this I just, could just be the brine version of that. I, I mean. I, there's so many, so much mystery surrounding this. <laughs> I think it's, it's just a complete unknown quantity. Like, yeah, I the, have like no clue. You know, like Schro- Schrodinger's cat. This is that situation, yeah. but with brine. Is it alive or is it dead? I don't <laughs> this know. Is Schrodinger's brine. <laughs> like, what kind of superbug could it have created? Like, is this one of those things where you just like you do the world a benefit by not opening it? I no, you have to open it. Like for science, Chris. <laughs> for science, I have to open it. <laughs> Well, I would okay. even go so far as what to say if, you have to document. How this. about we we open it tomorrow Ooh. and if we document it, you May, can tape it. Like I said, bef- not on a full stomach. Like well, we totally can't. Like okay, we'll have to wait till the afternoon then. I mean, yeah, because I was about to say you might you might not want to open it before you eat either because you might just lose no, your yeah, appetite definitely. completely. I'm I'm frightened, kind of. I'm I, that's the, the Chris. The best things in life are things that you kind of like feel nervous about to begin with. Yeah. I kind of feel like just like taking it up on top of like, uh, um, oh crap! Why can't I think of the name? The big bridge. Oh, uh, <laughs> the walking bridge? No, in, uh, no, in Nashville? No, the one that's like out in, in uh, West Nashville. West Nashville? Natchez Trace Bridge. Oh, okay. And throwing it off of that onto the onto the road that's below the picturesque road that's n- nearby. Yeah, just you know, into some, the horse fields that are there that the horses <laughs> roam free. Yeah, just something that like. <laughs> You know, you can just like see it burst idea. open and figure out what's in it without having to be near it. Oh man! 
<laughs> like you can see it. I don't know. Like from the top of the bridge to the yeah, bottom be, of the bridge, that's a pretty, pretty far it'd distance. Be pretty far. I feel like what we need is we need like one of those, you know, they have those, uh, the boxes that you put the, like the gloves into, like whenever you yeah. like a biohazard oh, or yeah. whatever. De- this is definitely a biohazard. Like, I feel like you need like one of those, like a, uh, one of those chambers, like to, to that you would do like, you know, whatever in. What if I open it up and nothing's in there? I mean, that'd be impressive. I mean, the water could have just evaporated. Well, I mean, like, yeah, you, there could just be like salt in there at this point. But like it's airtight, so I don't think that the the, the water would have dis- disappeared. And you will be able to tell whenever you pick it up. Does it slosh? Like you'll be able to tell. That's a good. That's a good uh, observation. Like I say there's science here, dude. There's there's de- we need to document this. So right. we'll do it whenever we're there. We'll make sure we we open that sucker and take a look. Yeah. See what happens. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> other than contemplating the uh, <laughs> the scientific benefits of uh, Schrodinger's brine. What have you been up to this week? Not a lot. Um, well, I played a lot of uh, Destiny over the weekend. I've, yeah. I've been playing Rocket League on Switch still. Dude, um, so good. Been playing, uh, what else have I played? Oh, I, I mean, that's about it. Yeah. I, 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 I bought a few things like on some Black Friday deals on uh, Xbox Live. Yeah. But the uh, Saturday more or no. Yeah. Wait, what is that what it's called? Yeah, sa- Saturday, Saturday afternoon, afternoon collection. Yeah. Collection. Yeah. It's like Darkwing Duck and DuckTales and Tailspin. Wasn't it like eight bucks or something like that? Like it's super cheap. Yeah, I don't think I don't even know if it was eight dollars. And it has you know like DuckTales one and two, like Chip and Dale one and two, uh, Darkwing Duck and Tailspin. So it's like was that eight games? Yeah. So it was way worth it. Bought that. I bought the uh, the season pass for Tomb Raider Mm -hmm. because it's on sale for like ten bucks. Um, And I bought the season pass for Batman Telltale um, season two. Is that uh, on there? Yeah, it's on there. It's like it's only like five dollars off or something like that. But I'm like, ah, I'm gonna buy this anyway. So but this didn't is you already buy the second? I didn't buy the second episode yet. Oh, okay, no, so, okay, yeah. so like it was literally just like, oh, it's five. Basically, I get one episode free. Is is yeah? What I'll, I'll, out. I'll have to look at that then because I, I did see the first season on there, but I didn't see the second season. I didn't notice it at least. Yeah. Um, I bought. Uh, there's like a. The car pack for Forza Horizon Three. Yeah, I kind of wish like seven bucks. The expansions for Forza Horizon Three were agreed. On there. I could totally see why they didn't do it though, because I think the season pass is on sale. Mm. Problem is, I bought um, Blizzard Mountain on its own already, so I don't need interesting the season pass. I did not buy Blizzard Mountain, so well, I, could, I need to out. see about the season Cause pass because I, I think it's on there. I mean, if that's yeah, that's that's kind of what I was looking for. So I just didn't see it. I, I'll have to go back and see. Maybe it's not though. I think I that there we'll was see. like a, the deluxe edition of the game was on there as well. So yeah. um, the other uh, that's the, interesting. The other game I'm contemplating getting on there is uh, Evil Within. It's on sale for like five bucks. The first one, yeah. Supposedly, uh, or six bucks. The first one and the second one were very, very well reviewed. So yeah. So I'm kind of like, mm, do I get it? I don't know. Very scary. Are well, you in the mood for scary it. games? I mean, I am. I always get in the mood for scary games around Christmas time for some reason. Yeah, and th- th- I feel like the end of the summer, into the fall, and then through like the the like till January. Yeah. You're kind of the in thing, that zone. The thing that I'm kind of holding off on though is the, this the, like, I have so many other games. To- like big games to play that right. do I buy a whole another big game? Like right. that's why like these you know smaller downloadable games kind of like oh, I always say downloadable everything's downloadable now. Uh, it comes, goes back to like Xbox Live Arcade, right? Uh, but the, like these smaller games, I'm kind of like, well, like I just chip away at those, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, think about even this month we have uh, or next month we have PUBG coming out, right? The new expansion for Destiny, yeah. And then I uh, found out today that there's a, a new update for the Division. It's adding a four-player horde mode. 
That's awesome. Sounds like I could totally get back into some some division for that's the awesome. I would have to reinstall it on my hard drive. I have uninstalled that from my hard drive. And that drive game was huge. It's, like it was it like would, 60 game 60 gigs back then. Yeah, there was a time I think right around where that came out where I had Destiny, I had Black Ops t- 3 and I had that game and I had no other room. And so it was just like wow. This is yeah. massive. So when did so somehow I was looking at this the other day. How did we get Black Ops 3, the Xbox One version of Black Ops 3? What do you mean? That was that on Xbox One? Oh, Black Ops Three. Black Ops Three is yeah. That was always that's only on oh, okay. Xbox One. So it was One. Black Ops Two that wasn't right. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we have that too now. So it's backwards compatible. I think Black Ops Two is black backwards compatible yeah, yeah. now. So uh, Black, black Ops, Ops Three One is definitely backwards compatible. I'm not sure about Two. Yeah. I was looking at this. Black Ops Three has an expansion that I didn't know came out for it called the Zombie Collection. Yep. And it's every zombies map ever. Dude, that's From awesome. World at War to Black Ops 1. We need to get on Black that. Black Ops 2. And uh, and then, of course, it has, you know, you already have Black Ops 3 zombies. Right, maps. right. Dude, that's awesome. I would I totally I would totally go back and play a lot of those older ones. Go back. What's the, what was the one with the farm? Oh, man. Oh, dude, that one, was a, that one was kind of a nightmare, though. It was a nightmare. It was, and it was unruly, but we the, did it. The Easter egg was kind of a nightmare. Because, like, you had to lure the, the lightning yep. monster over to the, the pylon in the middle of the thing all while you're in the smoke. And so, like, there's just... That was awesome. There's uh, exploding monkeys jumping on your face. Zombie monkeys. So crazy. The thing <laughs> is, we need, to find a, uh, we need to find a fourth. Because we have, like, Yumi and Ike. Yep. They totally do it. Well, I think... So, I'm not sure, but I think on Black Ops 3... Uh, Joel, who's been on the podcast before, yeah. I'm pretty sure he he has it and plays right. that sometimes. So, okay. and he's always like kind of looking for people too. So, right. yeah, that, that sounds like a like a fun one. Yeah, we should definitely look into that. Um, what, this, have you, what have you been up to this week? I finished the main campaign of Mario. Nice Odyssey, super fun, very very good. Like I'm on to the post game stuff, which is getting like in, increasingly hard. Like at this point, yeah. the level of difficulty is like ramping up a lot. Um, and, uh, so I'm, I'm chipping away at that game. I've been playing a lot of rocket league. We did a raid over the weekend and that was the first time we did the raid in, I think we did it in like an hour and a half. Like we had no problems, um, the entire time, which was nice. I also, uh, everyone knows I'm kind of in, into like Funko pops and collectibles and things like that. I also, the, uh, you mentioned the Disney, uh, Saturday or Disney afternoon collection or whatever it is Saturday afternoon collection or whatever yeah. of, of the video games, but they have a, uh, a Disney afternoon collection, a set of mini um, mystery minis from Funko Pop. And uh, so I picked up the first one of those. Got Darkwing Duck, which is amazing. And I'm going to have to find a way. Like, I, I've never done the the kind of uh, mystery minis. So the ones that you don't know what you're going to get. Like, yeah. the, uh, like you'll get a random one. And there's different odds for different figures. And so I'm, I'm going to have to, like, talk to some people that do those more often and figure out, like, What's the best way to collect all of those? Because I really want to collect all of those. All the rescue rangers are in there. Um, you got Launchpad and Goslin and the, the DuckTales characters. Like, and so it's just a really cool, cool set uh, to have that. That, and I'm, I don't know. There's exclusives as well to Toys R Us and GameStop. So it's just kind of one of those things that I, I need to figure out how, what my strategy is for that, and then go for it. Um, so those are something I've been, I've been up to. So you said you, uh, you finished the main, camp- main campaign in. Uh... Mario Odyssey. I saw this tweet today. Yeah, from uh, Chrissy Teigen, John Legend's wife, supermodel. Just finished Mario Odyssey. What do I do now? Go back and find all the moons, discover secret caves, beat my old times, take care of my daughter. Dude, it was funny. I saw her tweet out. Um, she was at a basketball game, right? Yeah. And uh, and she tweeted out like a video of like she's at courtside, 
and uh, and she tweeted a video of like, okay, there's the players and their sneakers, and then it pans over to her lap, and she has her switch on her <laughs> lap, like hiding it from all the all the other cameras and That's things. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. Like I wouldn't say she's the last person in the world I would expect her to be playing. Like, she's probably middle middle of the road, but like I definitely was like, I, you know, she wouldn't come to mind when I was like, hey, I wonder who's playing. Right. Super. Super Mario Odyssey, or like Switch in general, just <laughs> yeah. like you know, you're just out and about. I kind of hope we run into her playing Rocket League one day. It'd, it'd be kinda cool. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Um, there was something else I was going to say, but I completely forgot. So yeah. we can move on. I mean, that's that's about all I've been up to uh, this week. I mean, this is because we're recording it like a day early. We've yeah. had a little bit less time. Um, well, and like work's been crazy because we've been cramming like five days worth of work into three. <laughs> that's how it goes. Like, I mean, that's that's with like the holiday. Like, there's two ways that, that having extra time off right. can go. Well, and, and it depend, largely depends on the position that you have at your job. Right. And so, so like for me, obviously, it's just me. Like, I don't, you know, there's right. There, and so I'm obviously going. Well, these deadlines don't move because there's you know my holiday or what it's all like i'm pushing to get a bunch of stuff done yeah and uh and so so i would also imagine in in so many other positions you're oh, like yeah. oh man i've got to get a bunch of stuff it's done totally the same way i remember hearing like uh whenever we were in college or whatever like the professors would give you a bunch of stuff to do over break oh right? gosh it would just be Those, like since you're gonna have all that time all that free time like what are you talking about man Every single class, it's like I've got seven classes, and every single one has given you all since you've got all this extra time. I love it. There's a piece of me that, like, <laughs> in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, one day I'm going to go back and I'm going to be a college professor, <laughs> and I'm not going to do stupid stuff like that. <laughs> I'm going to actually remember what it was like to be a student. Yeah, because like the other thing that. You know, we could go on and on. We should do we should do a, a college cast. Yeah, that would be and fun. Bring in a couple other people we'll just talk about our college experiences. But like yeah. along those same lines, a lot of professors act like you're taking one class that semester. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. And theirs is the one. And theirs is the class. Like yeah. I had a, a an assigned book one time that was twelve hundred pages long. Twelve hundred <laughs> pages. Like the thing was like this thick. It may have been more more, more pages than that. I don't remember. But like that's a lot of pages. That's a lot. Of, maybe that's as many as you read, and then, yeah, then you just possibly. gave up on the rest. I don't even remember. I just remember it was this, this big book that yeah. like I mean it was, it was huge. Yeah. Who in the right mind? No one's going to read that thing. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, and then I think back about like there are some classes that I I I truly do wish it was the only class I was taking. Because it's like it was such interesting stuff that I feel like I've forgotten more than I actually learned from it, you know. And it's like it's all good stuff, and I just wish I could have absorbed more of it. But because yeah. I was in fourteen other classes or whatever, yeah. it's like there's no way that thing. I'm there's like, no way I'm remembering this. Any any normal person's taking probably at least twelve. Like that's what you have to be to be a full time student yeah, or whatever. Considered a full time, yeah. Like and that that's what you had to do. To like most people take fifteen. Li- live on the live on the campus and like you know get scholarships. You have to be full time student. So yeah. like. So you're you're at least taking you know twelve hours worth of classes, which could be anywhere between you know four to six classes or something like that, depending yeah. on how the hours work out. Yeah, I'm gonna sneeze. The majority of people, though, like I would say, like in order to graduate in a reasonable <laughs> amount of time, yeah. you had to take more than that at least some of your semesters. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I that's the thing. Like I would I was always taking eighteen hours every semester. But you were doing a double major too, so like True. that's a little bit of a, a special case. Like I most of the time average fifteen. Yeah. Um, I never took lo- less than fifteen. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not an advocate for that. That was too many, <laughs> and my my German language scores. <laughs> 
showcase that. <laughs> of course. I, uh, my, I, my first semester, I took German, got an A. Second semester, barely an A. Third semester, B. Fourth semester, C. If I had taken a fifth semester, it probably would have failed. <laughs> <laughs> we went down from there. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> whenever it's like, well, this is n- not only is this not your primary like study, nor is it like a passion necessarily. It, yeah, it's just a requirement to get <laughs> yeah. a Bachelor of Arts. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you had to take twice as much as I did. Like you had to take two additional semesters. Yeah, because I did a Bachelor of Science and a Bachelor of Arts. Right, right. So like they like both have different minimum requirements, which was that was a I don't know. It was a doozy, Chris. It was a doozy. I mean, I wouldn't change it now. You know, like maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, you think like when you look back on those, and this is this is all like good stuff for the the, the college cast. Like yeah. you look back at it, and you always go like, "Man, I was dumb. That was real stupid." Yep. But then, like you think about it, like, but that's how I became like who I am now, and that's how I know that it's stupid. Right? Like I yeah, I wouldn't exactly I wouldn't be able to recognize the stupidity of my own actions right. had I not done them. Right. You know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so Chris. Yeah. We are going to be talking about Stranger Things. We are. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John, do you have a pick of the week or is it just me? I think it's just you. I have, a, right. I, I have something else. I have a great pick of the week, John. Oh, oh ooh. Mm. Out on Netflix now. Netflix now. I do have a pick of the week, Chris. Oh, I just remembered because you just jogged my memory. Okay. It, my, is it, does it have to do with Netflix? No. Okay. <laughs> Out on Netflix now is Brian Regan's new stand-up comedy oh, yeah? called Nunchucks and Flamethrowers. <laughs> awesome. It's amazing. I watched it last night. Hilarious. Very cool. Um, one of his, I mean, I would say it's on par with all of his other stuff. The only like stand up that I wasn't a huge fan of by him. Um, and I think it's because of, well, so he did a live one, like live TV special. Mm. Like he was like the first comedy or comedian to ever be given a live um, comedy special on HBO or something like that because he's the only one who doesn't just like curse like crazy and like mm. say like crazy ridiculous things that need to be edited out. But I think the reason I didn't like it as much is because it was live Mm. because like it's one thing to like sit in a club or go see a comedian on stage live because they read the room. And so like, as you're laughing and stuff like that, they, um, they either like let their, you know, give, give you room to laugh or like shorten up the spaces. If you know, they need to keep going. Like it's very fluid, very Mm -hmm. organic. Whereas like, when you're watching something that's been recorded or listening to it, they don't know how you're going to react. So I think I feel like they edit it with um, with the shortest possible like time yeah. in between each joke. So like if this one doesn't land, it doesn't land. You know? Right, right. Um, and but at so, least there's not like an extended amount of laughing afterwards right. for the people in the room and you're sitting at home going, huh, that exactly. wasn't, that wasn't that funny. And that's the thing with, with uh, the one that he did, I think I guess I think it was almost a year ago. Where mm-hmm. it was live to tape, where like there were some things that landed better in the room than they do like you know at home, yeah. And like then there's just these awkward places where it just didn't the flow just fell off, you yeah. know. Whenever yeah. you're at home, 
Yeah. So, well, I mean, the same goes for like whenever, whenever I mix like live albums, like quote unquote live albums, like yeah. you, you get like, uh, you, you well, who wants to listen to a uh, five minute long standing ovation? Right. But like, if you're a part of it, it sounds great. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, this is so good. But yeah, yeah. You mean <laughs> one and, more song. And then one more the song. crowd, like if the crowd, if you're like, man, the cl- crowd really like is very like, oh, that was a very solemn clap they had there. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't as like, it you know, and so you want to slide in like these, you know, oh, here's here's where they had clapped better. Let me right. fly that one over. And right. so you kind of sneak it in. And so right. you supplement it with like, oh, this is for the listener at home. It feels right. Yeah. But in the room, it felt right too. But it was like different. I will say on this one, like that, like uh, that was the, I think uh, one thing that Netflix doesn't do. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. On all their comedy specials, Netflix doesn't really amp up the the laughter if they if it, if it doesn't happen naturally, hmm. which is interesting. I don't know if it's and some of it. I feel like a lot of this is is um, I don't know how much post work goes into these. That's hmm. what I'm trying to say because sometimes the shots like they're like okay, why are you on this shot for so long? Ah, uh, so why, you think it's why just why like a straight out mix? And there's a couple times whenever his head like goes like out of frame, you know, for a second when he's and like was this just the line cut and the you know you just like did a quick mix of the audio? Right. I don't know. Well, I mean, it could be the, the like the just a, the line cut of the audio too. Yeah. I mean, that could that would be. I mean, very I can imagine you know like I mean if you are producing something like that, you know, this is supposedly low cost. Mm-hmm. Like you want to like you know put this out like for the least amount of money that you can. Yeah. Um, and I could see totally like, Hey, just take the line cut. If it's anything atrocious, we'll fix it. But if not, yeah. we're fine. Yeah. Do a quick mix down. I mean, it also depends on like how, how the people recording it, like how much time do they have before? How much time do they have after? Cause like, even whenever I've yeah. done like live stuff before, like you try to go out to the crowd and go, all right. So before, you know, the yeah. artist comes up here and like does their thing, let's get a few things. Let's get, a clap, no whistles, just clapping, right. and you get the just clapping. And it's like, oh, let's get a, you know, that was it was okay, moderately, <laughs> you know, laughing yeah. that sort of thing. Or like, then you get like the standing ovation, like five minute long thing. Yeah. And then you, those are the what you kind of slide in. Yeah. So if like, but you know, if you don't have time on the venue to do that, oh, or you yeah. don't have like capacity to do any of that, then it's like, well, well, we just don't have it. All right. <laughs> so it's like, well, what I mean, you, and what the you other have thing here I know, like you? with live video, it's always kind of like, I mean, I've edited plenty of live things where it's like. Okay, well, their hand or their head goes out of frame here, but like, I mean, every other shot, they've got the wall. So, you know, yeah. If it's the best shot, it's the best shot. Yeah. What you have is what you have sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But, dude, watch it. It's hilarious. So good. Awesome. Like, pretty much all of it is new. There's only one joke I'd heard before. Um, and it was a part of that special last year, and it was probably the best joke from the special last year. That's the, awesome. When that was live to tape. That's so. awesome. Um, question. Yeah. I ha- I'm going to leave it up to you what my pick of the week is. Oh. There's a gaming one, mm. and then there's a, uh, a TV one. Oh, what man. would you like? What would you like uh, me to throw out there? We've been talking about gaming a lot, so let's talk about TV. All right, Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. Okay. It is a it is a uh, a Marvel comic property. What it's in the Marvel universe, it's the Marvel cinematic universe, live action, and it's uh and it's a Hulu exclusive. I don't know how they're doing that with the Netflix deal that they did. It's it, but whatever. Weird. Um, and it's coming out like you know in episodes. I don't think they didn't just like drop it like they do on Netflix. Yeah. But it's doing the Hulu model where it's like oh you know, every couple of weeks or whatever we're coming out with an no episode. one like Hulu every week. No one likes that. I don't know. It's weird. Dude. If we wanted that, we'd watch live television. It's like Hulu's thing. I mean, that's ah, it's so strange. Anyway, but yeah, uh, Marvel, Marvel uh, Runaways. It's it's good. Like I watched the first episode and uh, I'm into it, man. I'm I'm nice. sold. It's it's uh, 
like it's it's very strange like it's presented in this like really moody kind of dark way and uh and i appreciated that about it like it feels almost um because it's not necessarily about like superheroes really it doesn't have a lot of the same kind of vibe because even with uh with some of the marvel um superhero stuff that's on netflix like uh daredevil or whatever it's still very superhero-y, you know? You have those those superhero-esque kind of moments where it's like, oh, it starts off and there's like this action sequence and you're beating somebody up or whatever, right? And yeah. then it cuts to like something else. It doesn't really have that. Like, this is really like a, <laughs> uh, a drama kind of an aspect nice. of things. And it's like, it comes off as, you're like, wow, this is really like a, a unique take on a Marvel property. That's and cool. that's in that universe. So anyway, give it a shot. See if everybody likes it. Marvel Runaways. Cool. All right, Chris. Yeah. It's time to talk about Stranger Things. I thought we had some news. Oh, that's right. We have the news! The news! <laughs> quick hit on the news, Chris. Yeah, just a quick update. Yeah, this is an update on what we talked about last week. Yeah. The, uh, the EA microtransactions inside of Star Wars Battlefront yeah. 2. Um, As we were driving home la- the other last week. That's right. We saw a news story that uh, EA had pulled all microtransactions... Um, out of Battlefront 2. Yep. And we thought, oh, cool, they're listening to their fan base. No. Not really. They were listening to Lucasfilm. They got a, they had a call from Lucasfilm slash Disney. Yeah. Saying, because the, the, the rumor now is that it was Bob Iger. Yeah. Who called them. Gave him a call. And said, hey, you're making us look bad. Take out microtransactions, or you lose the Star Wars license. Right. Well, that's what I mentioned on the on the uh, on the episode last week. I was like, I was like, Disney can't be happy about all the bad yeah. press. And I was like, and so it's like, they, and they're the ones that like are letting EA use this license. And yeah. so it's like, well, this is how our license is being used so, for you to test all of these microtransaction things. That's awesome. Like, I'm glad that like you know, like, I mean, the free market's working at that point. You know, yeah. and supposedly it looks like it looks kind of like um, uh, it's possible that. Battlefront sales took a hit. Um, mm-hmm. Physical copy sales were down, but that's not a new thing because uh, digital sales have always, like, or no, not always, but in recent years have started to take over physical sales. A larger portion. So, like, if you, yeah, like Destiny 2, like, I think had lower uh, physical sales than Destiny 1, but it had larger overall sales because they were more phys- yeah. uh, digital. So, um, we don't really know, but, like, I mean... Yeah. Who knows what the behind the scenes were? I don't know if people were, you know, possibly canceling their pre-orders. I just see people talking about that on the internet, but like it's the internet. Yeah. So who knows? Well, like we talked about like last week, the the uh it's I like I'm fine that they did they took this out. Like they took out this kind of damaging thing to the consumers or yeah. something that was not consumer friendly that's removed from yeah, the game so, now. I don't know if it was damaging. Yeah, it was just like not consumer friendly. Like right. it was just like yeah. No, no one wants that. Nobody, nobody, n- literally no one who's going to play this game was like, oh, I really, really want to I'm looking forward to the microtransactions. extra money. Yeah, I really want to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a feature, Chris. I can't wait to buy Darth Maul. Uh, or buy a chance to get Exa- Darth Maul, yeah, right. potentially. Exactly. Maybe. Um, anyway, but uh, like, so... I'm glad that they took that out. Uh, obviously, like the kind of the, the toxic way, the things that we were talking about last week about the community um, reaction, um, that's not like the positive takeaway. And so like that, that's still is one of those things where it's like, man, I wish, I wish that didn't exist. Wish that hadn't happened. And, uh, and it, that sort of thing. But again, you know, you have the, the, uh, the result being 
this. And so it's like, well, this is a, a positive for the consumer. They right. have said that they're going to find a, a different way to implement them later on. So we'll see what that is. But I mean, I imagine that Again, we, we told you the fix last week. Just make it cosmetic. Right. And that's and it. Just, uh, so I feel like they'll, they'll tweak it eventually, maybe after the first year, something like that, after, once yeah. everything kind of cools down. But I'll tell you the, the bad fallout from this is that there are now like, like Hawaii, the state of Hawaii is investigating um, loot boxes and microtransactions. There's other places that are considered, even countries uh, that are making, considering making loot boxes of any kind illegal and calling it a form of gambling and all this other kind of stuff. Like, I'm just not a, I'm not a fan of government intervention at, like in the first place. Mm-hmm. And especially in like something as new as this. Like, let the free, like, this is my thing. Let the free market stabilize itself. Like, it's still working, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that's what just happened. Yeah. Literally what just happened. It's correcting itself. Right. Um, you don't have to step in and it just, it's like, you could make either make things worse or you just like artificially like uh, band-aid a situation and like, I don't know, it just right. takes longer to fix that way. And you have a lot of people who potentially like, if you, if you, this ends up with legislation, right? I mean, like, yeah. you have potentially a bunch of people who have zero intimate knowledge of how this stuff actually works yeah making decisions for those things right and so it's like that that feels weird like you have a bunch of people that don't know that i think so. you know at least responsible politicians try to do the research before they you know make decisions on things but what what i don't want you know like we talked about last week how this is microtransactions are making up for lower prices comparatively in games and right. higher development costs so what happens if you legislate and make those illegal? Well, then we are paying more for games in the future. You know, like, and is that the, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let the free market decide if that's the answer. Yeah. Instead of legislating something like that. I think like there are, there are certain solutions where it's like, okay, there are ways that you could potentially put rules on something where it's like, Hey, put the odds. Like, cause none of these, these boxes, sure. like even yeah. whenever, even whenever I pull up like, uh, like a trading cards, like they always have the odds on yeah, them yeah, of yeah. like what, Oh, this is how much it gets for a 10 sure, thing like, or like whatever. Inform people, like yeah. let them make an informed decision. Cause yeah, that right. is true. Like sometimes you like, what am I actually like rolling for here? What am I buying? I, I like what Rocket League does where they tell you at least the rarity of each item inside each box. Right. And you can like trade up to the next rarity yeah. if you have like four of the same rarity or whatever. So yeah, like so for like five bucks, you end up with like at least this tier. Yeah. You know? they, there are things like, cause like what they're using, they're saying, you know, these are uh, predatory business tactics. I'm like, is that predatory? I don't know if that's predatory. I think the only thing about it, w- <laughs> like, like the only thing predatory about it is that in my mind, if you don't know what, odds you have of buying something and they're advertising that as like oh you know this is the pack that has darth vader in it right right and you and don't get darth vader but it's like a one in a million chance or something like yeah. that you know but it's like if it has the odds on it where it goes hey this is a one in a million chance right. that you're gonna get darth vader then it's like okay fine now it's it's out of your hands like people can buy this if they want or not you know right. well kind of like a um star wars card trader or yeah you know the all the card the tops card trader games they right. always give you the odds of like yoda picture card you know is, is one out of every 2000 right you know and you can calculate okay well i guess probably if i pull you know this many right and the way the odds work it's like potentially that would never come up like there the there are yeah, you know, statistically could never happen but at the same time it's like but the chances are but again <laughs> again sure maybe something like that but not you know like yeah it's just such a such a strong reaction yeah to be like 
banned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, illegal. illegal. Yeah. And, what, uh, and people are angry? Illegal. Right. Well, I mean, and, and you have like that whole industries in, in, I mean, I think about like China or like Japan. I think they have to show the odds in, in uh, China and like Japan on yeah. these types of things. That's, that's fine. I'm, I'm not against that. Whenever we were kids, like you're buying baseball cards and you're buying like physical items that are like even the, uh, the, the Funko things I was talking about. Hey, hey all the, the, like, is that gambling? Right. I don't think that's, that's gambling. Like, like, but what we were discussing though is like, I don't really, really even necessarily call that government intervention. Right. Like, what, and that's and most of that's not even what no. they're discussing. No. Like they're discussing outright banning of this stuff, and I'm just like, come on, yeah. like just like we we at least for the time being have brought this issue to the forefront. EA was forced to listen, mm-hmm. um, which was good. Yeah, um, and I love the fact that like I kind <laughs> it's kind of like your big big brother's like messing with you. And then your parents come in the room like, stop it. <laughs> and then and then leaves and you're like, well, that's what Disney just did. <laughs> like, stop messing with these kids. <laughs> um, and uh, so I like the fact that they got their hands slapped. And, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, okay, rethink this, guys. Yeah. And come back back with a, a better solution. I would have loved to have heard that phone call or like read that letter or whatever. Because it's like literally they have a Star Wars movie coming out at this point in 24 days. Yep. And it's like, we have a Star Wars movie coming out in less than a month, and you're putting Star Wars through this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, gosh. I mean, I'm not saying it. I mean, it definitely hasn't been good. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And for the most part, I will, like, you know, to, to you know, Lucasfilm's credit, their their name is not the one who's being dr- drugged through the mud. If to any informed gamer it's ea that you're angry with right right. um and uh and it's not even like even dice the developer Mm -hmm. that you're angry with but um it's hard to make that whenever you have a a a negative brand association it's it's hard to make up for stuff like that right right you know and whenever the you know inevitable battlefront 3 comes around Mm -hmm. What happens there? Well, and you think about like the to the uninformed consumer, like kids have this game on their Christmas list, yeah. and so it's like, you know, people who but, uh, you know, people who, who don't game it. buying yeah. something for their kids. It's like, are they going to buy this if they hear in the news that right. it's like got this negative kind of a spin sure. on it? It's like, are they going to buy this one? Are they going to buy the next one? So definitely, yeah. I mean, you're really getting into the like, to how much does this hurt the Battlefront brand? You know, or Star Wars brand or Star whatever. Wars video games. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was an update. We just want to share with you. That's the news. Now, Stranger Things. All right. Stranger Things. Finally, we had the Stranger Things 2. That's right. Um, We're finally giving you our opinions on it. We're gonna we're gonna spoil it. How how quickly do you want to spoil it? Um, so I want to spoil it pretty quickly. But okay, I uh, have some things that I can say before the spoilers. Okay. So what do you think? First of all, non spoilery kind of thoughts. I think um, uh, yeah, let's, uh, yeah. I think if we yeah, we just provide some thoughts on it. That'd be yeah. good. We can you know um, not not spend a ton of time here, but still spend a substantial amount. Yeah. And we'll have a countdown, substantial countdown for you if you haven't finished to pause before we spoil anything crazy. I. Um, I enjoyed this season. I think it was a good follow-up. Um, I think that they did a good job of balancing new things they wanted to try while also like staying true to the core feeling of the original. Um, and it 
did feel like a maturation of the franchise in a sense. You know, that scope was broadened a little bit. Obviously, the the kids are older, and mm-hmm. so we dealt with like things that you know you would as a you know as they mature. Um, it's not just like, hey, we're out, you know, like skateboarding or whatever. Like, okay, we're going to the arcade, and you yeah. know, we're going to dances and yeah. stuff. This, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. Um, I mean, I think all of that stuff was in the trailer, you know. So yeah, so like relationships and stuff like that, you know. So like, it felt, it felt, it didn't feel like a rehash, and it felt like, hey, this this is another step in their lives. Now, that's not passing judgment yet on whether any of that worked. I'm just saying that this felt like a um, the next a good next step in this franchise. Yeah, I definitely think like, and as far as the the emotional baggage of like what these characters have from season one, like that carries over and like mm-hmm. that felt very natural to me. Like, yeah, and your relationship to them, you know. Yeah, so many times with like sequels or whatever, like you you have things where it's like, oh, wait, what is, you know, did, did, did what even, what season one even happen? You know, that sort of thing yeah, where you yeah. have, where these characters behaving the same way that they did or whatever. It feels like this was the next step. Like you said, this is like, this picks up, um, a little ways after the, uh, the first season. And so it feels like that's almost a year later, you know, like, right. Um, and it, it does, it feels like almost a year later. And in, in the pop, I mean, the thing that this franchise gets right, are all the references, you know, the, the pop culture references are there. The songs are there, and they're used at good times. That makes sense, you know. Yeah, I, there was. So, I don't, I don't think this is a spoiler. Stop me if you think it is a spoiler. But like, sometimes I felt like because they were doing like the sequel or whatever, it felt like they were maybe trying to reference other movies more in this season than they were in the first one. Like almost directly, where like character introductions or like you know. Those types of things, like almost within the first 15 minutes of the first episode, I was like, this feels like an 80s movie sequel. And yeah, it, and I like, think some of that's on purpose. Oh, exactly. You it know, totally like, is on purpose. I mean, yeah, like that, they, yeah, that stuff that you're describing is on purpose, definitely, to, to, yeah. cause they're, they're, they are, they're trying to elicit those same emotions and reactions from you. Yeah. And I, I love that. Like, and I love even how transparent it is that they're doing that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a call out that's there for you to see. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I, I agree that there were more of them. I think that there were different. They were different. So like there were a lot of D and D references last year, like that weren't there this time. Um, there were um, d- obviously different movies, but they they were call outs to more now. Like so, think of it in the terms of the kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Last year, I don't know if this is spoilery or not. Like last year, like there were certain movies that had come out the previous summer. Okay. Right. Well, now, now these are movies that came out, like just came out. Right. So, like, they're referencing them because they just came out, you know? Right. Right. It's not like, hey, it's 1984. So let's now throw in 1984 movies. It's like, no, these these kids just watched these things. So obviously they're going to be like forefront in their minds. Right. And, uh, and things like, you know, um, their costumes that they're wearing at Halloween, you know, like that was, uh, the 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 biggest costume of 1984. You know, I looked looked that up afterwards. I was like, what were the? And that was one that was the the most worn bought costume of 1984. Right. And so I was like, this is pretty pretty on point. You know. Yeah, I think the only thing that like bugged me about it, like off the for that first 15 minutes of this thing, because it took me that long really to get into into it. Like, and I think it was basically that 
I like the music of Stranger Things is so like the the original music mm-hmm. is so deeply ingrained in that mm-hmm. show for me that we almost didn't hear much of it within that first 15 minutes and it took like as soon as I, I heard like the like building synthesizer kind of a thing mm-hmm. happening the tension all of a sudden is hitting like as soon as that happens like I was sold like I was back in there yeah we but can, it took a minute well to we get can talk there. about the beginning here in a second I like the part that you're talking about like I actually liked that like I like yeah. it got like there was a we need to spoil it here in a second um <laughs> There was a section I didn't like, but then once we got into the stuff we did, we did like. Yeah. Um, I loved like I was like it got to the point where it cut and went to the theme song, and I'm like, this is Stranger Things. Right. Right. This is totally freaking Stranger Things. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um, and uh, I loved it. Um, I thought that the um the the writing was good, except for with some some few exceptions. Yeah. That we'll talk about. Um, the uh, the direction was good. I mean, I definitely think they brought in some new characters that I really liked. Oh yeah, and then I definitely think like as far as the writing goes, like they and and the overall plot, like they almost had to like this was where they had to go with it. And so if there were any like shortcomings with that, it was basically just because it was necessary. Like some of those things were like in order mm, to get from maybe. <laughs> where the season one ended to something else yeah you had to you had to have some of these things happen yeah. so yeah i think for the majority yes there's an offshoot that we'll talk about oh, that yeah. was just like totally unnecessary yeah oh yeah um, definitely so yeah all in all great i when I, if i'm you know if i'm rating stranger things you know season one i don't know if we did i don't think we did yeah so i like i would probably give that i don't know probably a 10 out of 10 yeah like it's such a great season if that's a 10 out of 10, then this is like a 9 out of 10 right. for me. And that's kind of where, where I'm at too, where I land on it, where it's like, I I, I don't think I expected myself to like this one as much as I liked season one because season one is so yeah. perfect yeah. Um, in so many different ways, even down to like where, how it ends. Like so many yeah. things fall apart near the end or whatever. That Season one of Stranger Things didn't. Um, and uh, and this one, it didn't quite recapture that, but I don't know that I expected it to. I think yeah. that I expected, again, because of the natural like progression of where things have to go, it, it is a little bit more building, a little bit less of, yeah. of what season one had to offer. Well, and like most of my score also ignores the the one thing I didn't like about it. <laughs> I know. So like if I'm factoring that in, it might be eight out of ten or something like yeah, that. Yeah, if I factor in that, and then it's like I'm, and because, I know exactly because, what you're talking because about. there was a momentum problem with with the season. Um, because of that one thing. And then, like, I would say, like, season one, because it was so new, like, I mean, we watched the first six episodes in one night and not even really intending to do that, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that didn't happen with this, you know? Like, there, I watched, you know, like, a couple episodes at a time, but there was never a, there wasn't a time when I was like, I have to watch the next one, you know? Right, right. Um, but I honestly, I don't think it's because they didn't amp it up enough or that it wasn't a big enough cliffhanger or like the plot wasn't strong enough. I honestly think it's like, well, I've been here before, you know, like it, you, I just don't know if there's a way to recapture that. Same thing like whenever you, first time you saw like paranormal activity for the first time. Yeah. Scared you out of your mind. Or season one of Lost. Like season I remember one of Lost. season one of Lost. Yep. Like that was the one where I, I you know, I, you know, that's a, yeah. almost a perfect season of television as well. Yep. You know? Yeah. So it's hard to recapture that stuff. Um, heroes. I think, I think that is season their best one job. as well. We will reference heroes in a second. Pretty good. Season one. <laughs> yes. I liked season one. Yes. I liked season one as well. 
All right, Chris. So go watch it. Are we ready to spoil this thing? Oh, yeah. the music is just as good. Music, How are the visuals? Yeah. Visual, uh, visuals just as good. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought so too. I, th- I thought everything looked am- yeah. amazingly stunning. So. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so we're going to spoil this thing. Okay. If you haven't watched season two of Stranger Things and want to, do it now. And we're going to spoil this in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Eleven has a quote-unquote sister, and she also has powers. She lives in the big city, Chicago. She goes to visit her. (gasps) Episode 7 of Stranger Things is literal hot garbage. I was about to say, it's one of the worst episodes of any show I've seen in a long time. Ever. It's like like a, a, a throwaway episode of Heroes. It's like when heroes went bad, yeah, in and then it's like a, a, a something they something. threw in the trash from the bad season. Like it's, it's like the worst. So there is only one moment in that that I actually really enjoyed. All right, right, um, and then it quickly like it, it was bad up until this moment, and then whenever this moment happened, I was like, oh man, maybe maybe, and then it was all bad from then on out, right? But it was, <laughs> it was the moment. It was the moment whenever she finally like tracks down this group, and then her sister comes down. And she's like, this is my sister, and then yeah. they hug. Yeah. And then the, the Stranger Things like uh, theme rolls. That was the one moment where I was like, oh, where you're just like, okay, because you're rooting for for Eleven. Yeah. You're rooting for her character this, in this entire season. They keep her on the sidelines. They keep her like basically out of everything just for this. Yeah. Really is what it feels like. Yeah. Just for this one thing. Um, at least for like four episodes prior to that, yeah. they just kept her away from everything yeah. and everyone like in isolation completely. Right. And, uh, and so then you're rooting for that character and this is a human interaction that is like tender and it feels like true and honest and it's great. But then it's horrible from there on out as well. Agreed. Like, so, um, the thing that is frustrating is I'll get out. So, I mean, obviously if people listen to this, hopefully they've seen it. If they haven't, why you listen to this? But uh, to recap, there's this whole offshoot episode, like episode seven. They pause on the main storyline. You do this whole offshoot episode of eleven. Um, her, her, she go. She had gone to see, like, find her mom, which was an intriguing storyline. Yeah. And um, and then her mom sends her to this other girl, who is a girl that she was in the facility with, and who also has powers. Who's running with this gang in Chicago, running around killing people from their old life. I'm like. This is such an odd storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't sound, feel like Stranger Things. You know, you could, you right. could possibly go to the big city and feel like Stranger Things, but it doesn't feel like Stranger Things. And for, make- for multiple reasons. Number one, like, there's a look, tone, feel reason where it's like, these big cities haven't changed since then. We're only talking about 1984. Yeah. Like, cars are different. Clothing's mm, a, a tad different, bit. but not with this these people. Well, but then they were such, like, these people were such caricatures yeah of, amped up versions of like whatever clothing and that's what i mean like this one specifically like i saw people like tweeting out photos of like here's like this movie punk rock movie or whatever from back in the day and then it ca- with this cast photo and it's like oh my gosh this is like an a ramped up caricature of these yeah, people. Nothing about it felt real. No, and it, it, like Nothing this was didn't. Grounded. This didn't feel like a place that could have existed back then. Doesn't feel like a place that could have existed, like can exist now. Yeah. Like it just feels like 
it was nothing. You yeah, know? It's like it turned into a superhero movie, turned into heroes. Well, and then so the tone problem that you have with it is that like uh, they open the entire season with this. They open the entire season with a car yep. chase with these characters that we don't know. I literally paused it to check and make sure I was watching this the same like the right the right show. Yeah. Um, because I was like, this doesn't this isn't Stranger Things. And the music wasn't right for Stranger Things no. during that section. And it just didn't work. And then, so this was a jump back to that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these are the people that we saw the, the, you know, at the beginning of the season, maybe this is intriguing or something, but it yeah. didn't end up being like the, uh, I don't know, the whole, the whole entire concept of that episode was strange. Well, and like the Duffer brothers, like they did some interviews after that, like, well, we have, <laughs> this is their defense of it. Like, well, we have to be able to try new things in order to grow the show. And we had to have this episode in order to, um, get eleven to the point that she wanted to come back to town. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, you could have achieved these same things with an entirely different storyline that actually made sense. Well, and so it, I never felt like that eleven didn't want to go back. Like, there was the entire sequence at the beginning where, uh, well, like, you had that the, was really cool. I think, where, I think I think you had the the sense that she wanted to get away. Like, yeah. she was trying, like, because. Sure, she liked Mike, but it wasn't like a I have to go back for my friends thing. Like she was kind of up in the air all season. And interesting. Um, and so like I think all they had to do though, like because there wasn't a real, real big revelation. No. There was just she saw her friends in trouble and realized these people aren't my friends. Right. <laughs> so you can literally do that in hundreds of ways. And literally, like some you know, she's she's killed people before, but only whenever it's like self-defense necessary. Yeah. Like this is straight up murder that she's she's contemplating here. And it's literally like none of us ever thought that she was gonna do it. Like there was no there was no like, will she kill this person in I mean, cold I thought blood? She, I thought she might, but I thought she, maybe she regretted enough. I mean, I don't know. Like at that point, I was so checked out of, and <laughs> unemotionally invested in what was happening. Yeah. Like I literally don't care. Yeah, at that point, you were probably like, and I at the same time was like, hey, I don't believe that this is in the same, really in the same like vein of Stranger Things. This doesn't feel like Stranger Things. So anything can happen here. Yeah, whatever. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. It was so weird, and then. Like the whole like, I think they're. I feel like they're trying to set up some kind of like eventual confrontation between Eleven and her and Papa, whoever that guy is, um, that lead researcher or whatever, who they say is still alive. And it was just this this whole weird thing. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel like um, since like I think the rumor is that Stranger Things won't come back until 2019 because the kids are all booked for like movies and stuff like that between right. now and then. Right. I I, I like wonder. Like if the Duffer Brothers like brought in this other crew to be like, what if we brought in another, this was a uh, anthology kind of uh, show and mm. we brought in other characters and they all phased in and out and all that kind of stuff. Like just to test it. Yeah. I think it's a resounding no. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, and that's the thing about this. Like I was wondering if maybe we're going to have like, if that's where the next season was going to go, like where it's like 11 ugh. goes and like teams up the and big like, city. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I definitely think with the fan reaction to this episode, like everyone has been like stranger things too. Good. Except for episode seven. Yeah. You know, that's oh, literally been every review. The thing is they didn't do themselves any favors sticking it. Like, okay, everything's amping up and everything's getting so crazy <clears throat> back in the main storyline. Yeah. And then you slow it down. You like go from, you're you're almost at 100 miles an hour, and you slow it all the way down to zero for a whole hour. Right. I'm like, what? 
are you doing? I would like to go back, like, and this is not possible, but I would like to go back and just skip that episode altogether on my first watch through. I will never watch that episode again. Well, of course not. But I mean, I'm just saying like, because the, everything was building and then I per, what I perceive as a major problem with the beginning of episode eight, which w- would have been at the end of episode six, right? Like mm-hmm. what they're building towards where mm-hmm. they're surrounded by all the demodogs and stuff like, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden... Eleven comes in in the most like ridiculous Deus Ex Machina like act of God saving them all, no conflict, no fight, no whatever, and like I perceive that right now having watched it the way I did as a major like problem where I'm like I, that didn't feel exciting at the beginning of episode yeah, eight. Yeah, because you know she was coming. Right, and like at the beginning of episode eight, you're, you like, there's, know she was coming. There's literally no like question of whether or not they'll survive. It's and then all of a sudden, it's like it, when is Eleven going to get here? Right, it's almost like. Um, you have this tension build up, tension build up, and then the bad guys are uh, you know, a tornado might as well have blown away the demodogs. You yeah. know, it's like ah, ah. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Because it, it wasn't just, even hard for it her. was. It was dumb. And then like I didn't even really like you know like she you know she comes back and she's all in those clothes and like Hopper's like you look different and I'm like what is happening? Yeah, this, this is like evil Spider Man in Spider Man Three. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're right. I mean. Dude, it's just struck so many wrong wrong yeah. uh, tones, and uh, I don't want to dwell on it because I don't think it defined the season. But it was definitely a huge sore spot on a a really good season of TV. Yeah, yeah, an otherwise um, like really solid season. Yeah. Um. So off of that, and mm. on to something I loved about this season. Yes, yeah. a new character that was amazing. Bob. Bob. Bob was awesome. Oh my goodness. Sean Astin yeah. like is amazing. Yeah, as Bob. Oh, yeah. I mean he's he's amazing anyway. Oh, of course. But yeah, like yeah, he was Bob and poor Bob, dude. Well, like I remember <laughs> that happened. I was like Bob and Barb. These, Bob, Bob and Barb. You enter the uh, enter the Stranger Things universe with a, a name that starts with a B and it's one syllable. You're done. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I liked the new characters they introduced. They introduced Bob. They introduced um, uh, what was her name? Uh, what was her nickname that they kept uh, calling her? Well, the Zoomer. Well, you know, no, no. It, what was she on? Uh, Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then her brother, like that was cool. You, I loved, did you like her brother? Because I no, you're I, not supposed to like her well, brother. No, no, no. But I just I didn't like that. Like again, I was, it was a caricature to me of like yeah, this weird like '80s bully. I don't and, know if I would go that far. Like I think you had to in order to make him unlikable. I, I wish there was a little more complexity there, but I was okay with what they ended up with because what they ended up with was like okay, making the point. If you are crappy to your kids, you're probably going to end up with crappy kids. You know, like that's why he, he was emulating the uh, the reactions and emotions of his father and taking out the same anger on his sibling and on others. For sure. Um, what I the complexity that I wanted was like they kind of alluded to was like he was like you know you're the reason why we're here and you know felt like they were on the run from something like it honestly felt like they were going to be like turned into well like they'd committed some crime or they you know somehow like were a part of or had experienced the upside down before or, right like, there's some other additional complexity there well but- especially since they had just shown you like this opening sequence of of uh eight and then her friends and you almost think like wait did they come from there or like did they yeah. like did they somehow like are they in this universe somehow but again i'm okay with like i'm okay like it's more realistic to do what they actually did with it yeah and so that's why i'm like i'm okay if we amped it back down to that I mean, it just kind of like teased, like what if, yeah, with with that, and and I thought that um, Max like ended in a good spot with the the crew, and I liked oh, how yeah. you know like Mike was totally against her and 
was hung up on 11 and yeah. eventually kind of got over that. And, um, I think like her character specifically, I didn't have any problems with. I think it was literally just that his character was so one note and then it didn't really. Okay. Season one of Stranger Things, everything, and this is this is a bigger like global thing, and this is why I say like I think Stranger Things season two had to be the way it is, and couldn't be as like tightly knit as that one. Stranger Things one, everything fed into the single plot, like every single side character ended up in the same battle with the upside down, right? Yeah, and yeah, to some extent. I mean, there was nothing that I mean, was kind of left hanging. They had, well, they had those bullies that were like, remember those bullies that she ended up breaking their arm at the quarry and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like, there were those guys that didn't end up anywhere. And honestly, like, it was, it's kind of like they, you know, that was the low end of bully spectrum and this is the high end of bully spectrum. Yeah. But again, it's a different age group. He was messing with For sure. Steve. Right. And so. And, but I mean, like in this one, it seemed like his, his story never wrapped back around to the upside down in any way whatsoever. It was literally just a physical kind of a thing. And so I guess, I guess that's where I I was just like, I kind of wanted it to wrap back around to that. I wanted it to him to end in the same place that they did and react somewhat differently or in some way I wanted it to, to match this overall kind of plot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need everything to wrap up in that, like that tight of a bow. Like, you know, cause that's not life. Like, you know, things, People enter in, and there are strings of different like things that happen. And he, for I mean, sure. he definitely like the, it had great character development. Where it's like, okay, you think this guy's just this terrible like person, and then you find out the real reason for like why he's acting the way he does, but you're still like not, not sympathetic with it. But then he ends at least in a spot where you know, because like he he does end up with them at the house and thinks that everything like what is going on here, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And then, I love the fact where he's like, "You tell me she's not here, then I find her with you, Steve." <laughs> And uh, and he just like completely owns Steve again, and then like she threatens him like hey, don't mess with me, and like mm-hmm. there was growth there. He's like okay, now their relationship, he's not gonna mess with her anymore, which is awesome. Right, right. I it, I, I guess I mean, and that's it for me. Like it, things like this don't have to necessarily reflect the exact complexities of life because it's like well, you don't have the upside down in real life either. And so like I don't know. I know but why does everything have to be in a bow? Like why does everything have to wrap up into the same story? Like when they know. all in the same plate, like who, who, I don't need that. It, it just feels a little bit tighter to me or it feels like, again, this, his character was only there and was a, was a kind of a one note character to serve the plot of moving her character forward. Not um, really. Cause it also pushed on Steve's character and he wasn't in a one note character cause he ends in a completely different spot than he did at the beginning. I guess. And you understand his motivations. You understand like. I guess I feel like they probably could have done it a different way, or well, they like presented well, I mean, his character presented his character in a little bit less of a. Uh, I don't know. I, it, literally, like him, him being like out there, or even when he got out of the car the first time, or whatever, they present it as like this '80s bully character and they kept that going almost the entire time up until that like last episode that he's in uh which i think is the episode before the finale i mean i think that's fine you know you think about like movies you know, biff from back to the future he's completely this he's biff of course you know like it's he's completely blown out of proportion he's a bully he, like that's all he is you know like that's that's what they're playing off of that's right. like what you're saying is a problem is what they were trying to do with him right and i guess i just didn't like it i just didn't, don't think it necessarily landed in in the type of show that they put together. It's the same thing for me as like, they were trying to do the whole like, Oh, and there's superheroes. And then there's the, there's yeah, I mean, that obviously doesn't work. crew or whatever. Like, have to, well, we just have to move on. Cause I think right. he worked. Right. You don't feel like he worked, but right. I feel like he worked fine for, exactly. for what he was 
trying to do. For sure. Like, for sure. I don't think we're going to reconcile that. Um, I like the, so that we, we talked about the, the newer characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what I liked that they did with the old characters was they, you know, like season one focused on Mike and Eleven a lot. Whereas this one focused on more on Dustin and mm-hmm. Lucas, which I thought was smart. Yeah. You know, like, um, I, to the extent of where it felt like, I mean, it felt like Mike didn't get it, you know, as much development this time around. He was kind of like, you know, mad at Max because she wasn't 11, mad that 11 wasn't there. Really yeah. Just kind of like focused on 11. Um, and he wasn't as fully developed this season. But then I loved how like fleshed out Dustin was. Steve was, Lucas was. Right. Um, and so I'm okay with that. Like, right. and especially in a show like this where like season one focused so much on Mike and Eleven. Um, I was I was happy that these more ancillary characters in the first season, you know, like they right. they really made them leading characters in this one. Well, same with like Will as well. Like and, Will, yeah. Yeah, because he spends the whole first <laughs> Uh, season in the upside down, right? He's either like shivering in the upside down, yeah. or like singing, you know, uh, singing a song like into his radio or what. Like it's his character is very so underused in the first one that this one he got a lot more play, like to the point where he was playing like this evil uh, character where he's possessed by yeah. the uh, by the the upside down monster. You know, yeah, it's so crazy, man. Yeah, the so I, I liked how they did that. I will say, like you know, to Will's character. The things that like there were there were there are things that make it feel like Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but it, there are now like parts of Stranger Things. That I'm like, is this is this now just like a Stranger Things trope where it's like, okay, every season are they gonna just like put Will through the ringer and torture him and you know like thrash him? With the upside down, you know, the first time he's inside, stuck inside the upside down, basically almost dies. Yeah. This time, you know, like the upside down is inside of him. Inside him, him. yeah. Like, and he almost dies. Uh, His mom trashes her own house every single time, you know, like in first season it was with the lights and now, oh, and and the the upside down coming through the walls and stuff like that. And then, you know, this time it's with the big map of the the tunnels underneath the, the city, like, it, there's there's just some things now I'm kind of like okay are we gonna do this every time is this right. a, just a thing like I don't mind I don't mind playing with them again yeah you know if it happens again in a third season it's just kind of like okay yeah well, I mean I I totally get the uh, that and, and Bob played a, a lot of the part of like because. Mike's mom came over with like the casserole, uh, right? And, and right, there's right. This, that kind of horrific tension with his like little sister, like yeah. coming up against the wall and stuff in season one, and like that was amazing. And Bob kind of filled that role a little bit with uh, with the map and stuff. Yeah. And I will say, like the map being all strewn out, that kind of felt kind of felt gimmicky in that way, where you're like, you know, are we like you said, are we really doing this again? But it's like I'm fine with him doing it again. But if we pull it it again i'm gonna be like eh, right. it seems a little weird i uh i also think like one of the 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 downsides to the season and i think it was fine like again this this is a it's, it's i look at television series in different ways and i look at movies you know like well this is a, a a growing thing you know and it can change and morph into different things because it's more long form um but i think there were maybe three episodes where the 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 gang was all together and mm. then the rest of the time everyone was separated yeah and 
you know, like the the pieces of my of the season that were my favorites are like whenever Dustin and Steve are walking on the uh, the train tracks on right. the way, and then you know Steve and Lucas, you know, like working together and the trick or treating, like the things where the when they're all together, those were the best parts of the season. And For so, sure. like that's you know the kind of stuff that I'm kind of like, well, and even like whenever. Um, Nancy and Steve and Jonathan were at that party, you know, like right. whenever the, the, the characters are inter- interacting with each other a lot, that's my favorite part. It's my favorite stuff. I will say, yeah, this one kind of separated everyone and put them, I think the Duffer brothers, like in an interview I was watching with them, they have like the special on uh, Netflix where it's like, oh, behind the right, scenes. Right, right. And like in the first episode, they talked about like, we wanted to separate everyone and put them in different pairings that we have never seen before. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. I love that. Yeah. It's just, we spent the majority of this season in that state. Right. Where even that's why I, the the only issue that I had with like Eleven, because I loved her like storyline of like, oh man, go see your mom. Like that was really cool. Yeah. Her and Hopper together for episodes. Like, yep. It was really cool. But it lasted the entire season almost. Well, and I mean, so, she, didn't, she didn't get up with the kids until the last eight. scene. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, until like until where she saves him there at the house, like it hadn't really like nothing. She was out of the action. Yeah. And and I felt the same similar way about Nancy and Jonathan because like they were off doing the reporting with Barb. And it's right. like I realized like that Barb was one of the loose ends of, of season one. And they were like, oh, well, you know, that plays into the main, you know, some of the main stuff of yeah. season two. And it's like I, I thought that was cool, but it lasted a long time. And yeah. and, uh, and so I don't know. Like I, I do feel like there were only – a few core moments that were like stranger things, you yeah. know, where it's, these are the, these are the, the groups teaming up together. Well, and that's kind of like, I guess to my previous point, you know, like, I mean, that kind of just makes me think about what do the Duffer brothers think are stranger things? True. Like me, make stranger things good. And what do we think? Like, and that could be, there could be a disconnect there. We don't know for sure. But you see, we saw what they did with that episode seven. So like, if they think that that's stranger things, mm. you know, then they're completely yeah. wrong. Like, it's not yeah. about the powers. It's not about the, um, the weird things going on. Maybe that's right. like the the main catalyst for the story, but it's more about the relationships and the characters than it is everything else. Right. You know, right. like you throw anyone else. I mean, and this, I think the small town, like the fact that it's a small town plays into that. Like you take it to the city and it doesn't feel the same. You know, it feels too big and too like, I mean, weird things happen in the city all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, weird unexplained things. And like, I mean, you have entire other shows like fringe like around weird things happening in major Wherever. kind of urban areas yeah. like cities and things and so like i don't know it's it's a uh yeah you're right like that's what they view it as and what we view it as may be different and so we'll have to see with season three um i don't know like the the core of this even at the conflict level like where you have the what was it called what do they call it not the uh basically the the bean on the other side what was that called oh that's the 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 flare the mind flare that's what it was the mind yeah the mind flare um so the mind flare fe- felt so vastly different than just the demogorgon right um where the demogorgon was like okay it's this it's this almost force of of nature animal yeah um and it's a monster that we're hunting you know so it goes from being like this kind of a werewolf kind of a situation where yeah. you have that vibe to literally being like we're fighting a another being from like a God from another yeah. universe. I mean, which is fine, you know, whatever. I think, I think part of this kind of plays into, um, you think of like the, the, the difference between alien and yeah. aliens where it's like, okay, alien, there's one alien and he is 
completely terrifying. Right. Well, and then the only way to amp it up then for aliens is to make there be hundreds of aliens yeah. and you can mow them down with a, a machine gun. You know, like, right. I don't, you know, like that's kind of like what they did with this where it's like, okay, we had a Demogorgon. Now we're going to have a ton of Demogorgons. Well, that's Demogorgons or whatever they are. If they'd grown one more time, they would have been a Demogorgon. But whatever, you know what I mean? Right, right. Absolutely. And and so... And then they had to have, like, the mind behind that, you know? And so, like, like, that from a core level, like, I was like, well, in order to keep the franchise, in order to keep this as, like, a season, you know, I think they said they have, like, four seasons where they they kind of are, are planning that. And in order for that to happen, you have to have some sort of an ongoing evil, Right. And it's and it's, so it's either going to be like this corporation, like or the evil government, like facility or whatever. That yeah. We, but we kind of like that's not what it Which was. Which I liked this time. how we turned it on its head, and it's like, okay, you're actually causing more harm than good. We need to shut this down. Right. Like, I'm glad that that happened. Yeah, and I'm, I I actually like the fact that the the head guy, like they turned that on. Because yeah. like the first episode, you're kind of like suspicious of this this yeah, you dude. Think he, this guy's you know piece of garbage as well. Right, and he's like recording them and like that sort of. There are tons of other people in the other room watching them and yeah. stuff. But it's like it, it turns out that he's a really like a a good guy. Yeah. Um. And so I liked that aspect of it. Um. And so you can't really have that government organization. I feel like that's that's been there, done that almost in a way. And yeah. so this is, like I said, this is the natural progression to have to have an ongoing series to have this big bad evil. Yeah. And so we kind of had to have that happen. And maybe like again, like you know, it comes to, you know, like what makes Stranger Things Stranger Things is that is it that has to do with the upside down, or is that there's something weird happens in this town? You know, like mm-hmm. that's the stuff that I'm kind of like. Well, next season. Does it have to have anything to do with the upside down? Like, hmm. in my mind, I don't think it does. I don't think so either. But I think maybe in the Duffer Brothers' minds, it does. Yeah, I mean, you know? and and that might be very, very true because like and that might be true for the majority of people who are watching this. I don't know. You know, I, I don't think it necessarily has to have with the up, upside down. But other people watching it might go, "Oh, it didn't even have to do with the upside down." Yeah. Um. Then again, episode seven didn't have to do with the episode upside down oh, either. Gosh. Well, I um, mean, kind of. Yeah just off to the side yeah. almost anyway the uh i don't know like as far as the bad guy goes i was less intrigued but that was more from a from a standpoint of like right. it's just a less interesting concept to me yeah um whereas like the i don't know how you would do another demogorgon in a different way. well like and that's the thing like i you know i think the more we also this is probably why you know this season felt a little different the more you explain the more you know about the upside down and or in the more you see of it, yeah. like the less scary it becomes, you know, like, true. I mean, it's still, it's still threatening, mm-hmm. but it's not frightening, yeah. at least not to me. It is to the characters, but not to like the viewer because you, you understand and can see it. You right. Know? Right. Um, well, and then you have like those moments of like whenever a uh, hopper like drops down into the ground and then it's the upside down. Oh, is on like, our no, planet. And, like, you know, like oh, my goodness. there's a way to do it. Yeah. There's a way yeah. to do it without, and still keep the tension there. Um, and I'm not saying that they didn't. It's just that it, it's, you have to, you have to treat it differently. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris, mm. any other final thoughts about this thing? We've covered a lot. Of, we covered the characters a lot. We've covered the overall enemies and conflict and things. Um, the music was superb music, and music, phenomenal. Music was great. You know, we already talked about that. You know, like the I think the um, direction was great. The cinematography was great. The um, performances were great. Um, it's a really really fun season of television, and it it still is like even though I wasn't watching six at a time, mm-hmm. you know, it's still like 
rolls by. Like you just want to watch it for sure. Um, I actually found myself so I would in season one I did, behaved very similarly to this one that I did in the first one where I would watch like an episode a night. Yeah. Um, except for the the night that I watched episode seven, I was like, I can't end on that. We, we did end on, <laughs> end on that. It's the worst. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I really liked it. It was yeah. great. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the next season. Agreed. Um, you already kind of rated it too, and I would I would say the same. Like where it's yeah, like, I'd say this is a nine. If you would take 8. out point five nine episode seven, then it's like it's totally a nine. Exactly. Yeah. If you take out if you take out episode seven, it's a nine. If you if you put episode seven back in, it's an eight point five. Yeah. So I guess it has to be eight point five. I feel like it would be. Uh, I feel like if you leave it in for me, it's an eight. Like it's it that that episode really it did it does some bad things to the entirety of that season. Like the pacing, like I said, I wish I could go back in time yeah. and just completely skip it. Yep. Um, and then watch it later. You don't need it. I mean, you don't need it, and it, and I I don't know what my emotional reaction would have been to the fall, like the opening yeah. of of episode eight without it. Yeah. Um, it would have been a much better, like positive, more positive reaction. I'm yeah. sure. Um, so I really feel like yeah, it takes it down a full point. The thing is, like, there's a lot of things in my mind that make up for it. You know, where it's like, you know. Again, you know, Steve and Dustin, you know, like Dude, that Steve. whole... Steve. Steve's great. Can, we didn't talk about Steve. Steve's, Steve is my favorite, like, probably yeah, my favorite character in this show. I think he's my favorite character as well. Steve he's and just, Eleven are my two favorite characters. He's. I don't really care about Eleven. I never did. Really? Um, yeah. And oh, the, like, in terms of, like, favorite character, like, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> she's She's whatever. Um, but, yeah, Steve I love. Dude, and it's, it, like... His character in this one, because, like, you had him teaming up with, like, the kids, where it's, like, he's, like... yeah leading this group of 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 children right you know to against the evil like well, I, and even I, whenever dustin like encounters him at the, at the house there where he's like walking in with the flowers or whatever um i thought that was incredibly funny because he's he, he he's like questioning dustin like are you sure he's like yes i'm sure he ate my yeah. cat i mean <laughs> i i think like what's funny is like the the differences in Steve from from season one to season two and it's very intentional that they flip-flop a lot of things it's like well first season you know like let's First season, Nancy doesn't deserve, or, or uh, yeah, Nancy doesn't deserve Steve. Like Steve, like she deserves something better than Steve. Yeah, yeah. And this one, Steve deserves something better than Nancy. And first season, Steve completely irresponsible. This season, Steve really, really responsible. Right. You know, like Steve. First season, Steve's a really big bully. Second season, Steve's getting bullied. Yeah. You know, like it's just, like they flip everything, yeah. and I love it. <laughs> that was that's a really cool like, and that his character like, if you only watch this for one thing, watch it for his character. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm um, not saying yeah. See, like this is the problem with our review is like it comes across as like, well, there's all these problems. There, I mean, there's a plethora of problems whenever you compare it to it, the perfect season of television exactly. that was uh, Stranger right. Things one. But this is still better than most things you watch on TV. Exactly. And it's still a really, really good season. For sure. Well, I mean, and then like with his character specifically, I loved uh, I loved that they intended for him, whenever they wrote him into season one, they intended for him to be the bully that that the the bully in this season was. Yeah. Um, they intended for him to be this like big jerk right but then they liked him so much that they changed his character halfway through that season um and then like this season they kind of like double down on that where it's like oh no he's really a good guy right. <laughs> you know you finally see like what steve could really be yeah um as far as the character goes and his like interactions with everyone i love that aspect of it so yeah just the fact that they kind of pulled the plug on like what he was going to be because he's so good in that role <laughs> yeah he's such a great character all right. Well, we didn't achieve what we set out for. We're, it's barely over an hour. Yeah. Hour and 15. Hour and 15. 
We're good. Uh, you can find us online at stayingtargetpodcast.com on Twitter at Chris2550. And John Wright777. Always online at stayingtargetpodcast.com. What's next week? Isn't it a movie? I don't know. Let me look at the calendar. Um, and oh man, it's wanting me to install software update. Coco no. comes out next week. Coco came out today. Or yeah, today. And uh, next week, the disaster. We artists. actually don't have anything next week. I don't think planned. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, we'll figure it out. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving! Gobble, gobble. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.